Unlocking the secret to better parenting. This is Growing Pains on the Light Breakfast. And today we're with our resident child psychologist, Katiana Asman. Katiana, this is a term that I think a lot of people have heard, maybe not know exactly what it is. So what mm-hmm. is helicopter parenting? It's so funny when people say helicopter parenting, I feel like it's almost synonymous with like Asian parenting, which I think is quite sad. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but as the name suggests, it's uh, parents who tend to helicopter or hover quite a fair bit around their children um, to, the, to the point where they're almost micromanaging every aspect of their child's lives. Um, more commonly, you see it sort of within the academic and learning context. So you see parents who are very involved in their child's, um, you know, academic performance, you know, they're, they're the parents parents who are constantly coordinating with schools and just kind of almost doing the learning more than the child themselves in some cases. Um, but I think it comes from just parents who find it very difficult to be hands off when it comes to their kids because they're either anxious over their child's uh, future or they're worried about safety or, you know, there's usually a motivator there. But generally, just parents who are very, very involved um, in their child's um, day-to-day life. Right, mm. because being involved is not a bad thing. No, absolutely not. I think all parents should be involved in their, in their kid's life, right? But I I think that we look at exactly like you said, like it's a micromanagement, right? So it's not essentially trusting that the child can do what is expected of them. So they tend to get very, very involved. Um, I've seen some parents go to the extent where, you know, in addition to the work that school is providing the child, they will go online and print out additional learning material. They will, um, you know, book the child in for extra classes that the child hasn't requested for. So I think it's just that the parents feel very much that they have to micromanage because the the child can't be trusted to do what they're required to do. What then are the causes of parents developing this helicopter parenting style? I think, you know, like I said, the, the fact that it's very synonymous with Asian parenting, I think a lot of it does come from the fact that it is an extremely competitive environment for Asian kids in schools nowadays, right? Um, even even back when I was in high school, like kids were, I mean, the kids in my batch sitting for SPM were shooting for 16 A's, Ooh. right? And the standard provided by schools were 10 subjects. So these were kids who were going out and doing extra subjects and sitting for the exams externally. So there's just so much pressure, right? Um, so even parents who are quite laid back, I've often heard them get the peer pressure of feeling like they have to get very, very high performing kids because they often get ridiculed or commented on by other parents over, oh, like, you know, you know, your child's only doing 10 subjects, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that on one hand, the competitiveness is one thing, you know, um, getting into university, getting into a competitive program is a lot harder nowadays as compared to even our parents' generation because there's just a higher volume of kids who are meeting university requirements now. So I think part of it does come from the fact that the reality is it is a much more competitive environment for kids versus even when we were growing up. So that's where the need to micromanage comes in. But I think also I've seen some parents um, get to that because of their own insecurities or their own anxieties because of the way they've grown up, right? So parents who maybe did not have as much opportunities growing up will find themselves very, very much insistent on their child achieving a certain level of success because they didn't have that for themselves. Earlier you mentioned trust. What does this Mm. lack of trust on the child and resulting helicopter parenting have on the kids, their development Mm. and their psyche? Because I mean, if if your parents don't trust you, right, kids are not going to feel that they can trust themselves, right? Um, Because, you know, we've talked about it a lot on the show about how we treat 
our kids gives them an understanding of how to treat themselves and how to treat other people. And so when you have your mom and dad not really making you feel like you're trustworthy, um, it, it does impact your own concept of, of self, right? And then what that would mean is then you would probably not feel like you can be held accountable for anything in the future. So, you know, I've seen grown adults who just can't meet deadlines, who can't you know, book their own flight ticket who can't do things like that because it's always been taken care of. And then when they reach adulthood, they're like, they just don't know how to manage it, right? So I think that it does have an impact on not just their self-esteem, but also their ability to be independent moving forward. Um, so that's, I think, the biggest consequence of helicopter parenting that I see, you know, with the kids that I work with who've grown into young adults. Um, it's just that they, they just seem very ill-equipped for adult life. But parents don't kind of recognize that because they think that they've provided everything Thing for their children in that stage and then when they reach adulthood they should somehow know how to do things but if you haven't given people the manual or the training on how to do that or the experience how are they going to do that really right mm. what other lessons are the kids missing out on with having everything spoon-fed or, or micromanaged mm. is this the kind of thing that leads to entitlement yes i think that entitlement is definitely something that we that we will potentially have to deal with but i think more often what i feel comes about is that you get a, a group of kids who are not very resilient because failure was not an option uh parents hate it when i say this because they say that i'm encouraging failure but i'm actually not i think that failure is a necessary part of life i think making mistakes is a necessary part of life and when you bubble wrap your kids either just from being overprotective or call it or being a helicopter parent you are robbing your kids of the opportunity to make those mistakes and they therefore can't learn from them so they don't know how to get up when they've been knocked down which is something that happens in life right so i think that 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 resiliency becomes the first thing that gets impacted and then yes you have kids who are extremely entitled because everything's been spoon-fed so they don't feel like they have to put in effort necessarily they don't feel like they have to um you know be responsible for anything because it's always been put on a platter in front of them so I think that the results of helicopter parenting, in my experience, you have children who might have achieved a lot of excellence academically, career-wise, uh, in sport, music, all of that stuff. But then when we look at sort of the emotional growth, there's always some negative consequences there. So I guess it stands to, to reason then, you know, we as parents would want to know or recognize if we're helicoptering. Right? So how do we recognize that in an, ourselves? And then how do we reset how we parent or manage the kids? Mm. I think like when I when I work with people who call themselves helicopter parents, um, the first thing I ask them is, um, when your child is you know, going through something, do you fix it because you want a result or do you fix it because you want them to learn, right? And so I feel that sometimes when parents are more focused on the outcome, so it's like, you know, I've had some parents that are just like, you know, I will do my child's homework because I don't like the level that they're doing it at, right? So that they get a better grade. That is not an opportunity for your child to learn. That is because you are more interested in the output and the outcome, right? So if you find yourself following these patterns where for you, it's about having your child complete something or do something to your specifications, that's a big sign that you're kind of hovering in that area. And then also just an inability to let the child make mistakes, right? You are, of course, there to protect them from any big pitfalls. But of course, if the child is going to not do their homework and then get told off at school that day, and if that causes you so much anxiety, <laughs> then that is an indication that you're probably a little too enmeshed in your child's um, 
day-to-day life, right? So, you know, I, I, I tell parents all the time that, you know, our responsibility, I think, as parents is to be able to equip them for that future. Um, and so all of the things that you're doing now, is that about um, giving them those skills or is it about furnishing and curating uh, an outcome that you would prefer? So that would be the first thing I would say look out for. When you're talking about, you know, going from a child who's missing out on a lot because they have helicopter parents, Mm. in your experience having worked with families like this, Mm. could you give us an example of a situation of that sort of helicopter situation Mm. and by the parent changing how they are doing it, what then was able or allowed to happen? Mm. The story that comes to mind is, you know, like I have this this family and, you know, I think between the two, mom is more the helicopter parent versus dad. And so I think mom was the one who always kind of made an effort to have everything lined up for these kids. They didn't even have to ask or try, which I think was just a little bit excessive because these kids were in their teenage years. So it wasn't that they weren't capable, but, um, you know, mom would go basically behind the children's back and speak directly to teachers so the child wouldn't have any involvement in anything and they would go to the teachers and be like okay so you need to do this you need to do this so I think that mom was just very very much involved and so what and I think that served a purpose up until the children had reached an age where they had to go off to college and when that transition came that was when a lot of these cracks started to form because the children did not know what they wanted to do they didn't know kind of where to start with regards to the application process they didn't know how to you know do that sort out their student visa all of these things were things that they because remember once your child reaches the age of 18 or when they're legally an adult institutions like universities and companies are not going to want to deal with mom and dad it Mm. actually reflects poorly on these children if mom kind of submits applications for you and organizes your interviews for you so you know these kids were thrown in the deep end and having required to actually figure it out and so that was where I think was the big wake-up call for mom that she could not that there was this limitation I think if she had if she was allowed to she would have totally gone all the way and done everything but these universities had put their foot down and said I'm so sorry we can't coordinate with you we have to coordinate with the applicant and so that was a big wake-up call for mom that there was a limit right okay now for parents who are listening in and all of a sudden there's a little bit of an inkling of recognition now (laughs) so for them who obviously feel that they're helping their kids what's your advice for them I mean, no one questions your intentions and no one thinks that, you know, you're you're a bad person for wanting to do this. Obviously, all parents want to protect their kids and want their kids to succeed in life. But I think that, you know, that, that fundamental question is, are you holding them back rather than helping them is something that I think we should be very, very mindful of. Because, you know, in over providing for our kids, like I said, we're removing the ability for them to learn about resilience and learn about figuring things out by themselves which is fundamentally something that we as adults all need to be able to do, right? So I think that if um, you want to be the kind of parent who makes your child's life easier, then that's completely understandable. But you need to make sure that you're being mindful over what lessons you're teaching them for adult life. Um, I'm not saying expect the three-year-old to be able to do everything themselves. That's, of course, unreasonable. But if you have children who are approaching primary school and high school and definitely college, you should try very hard to remember that you know you need to give them as much of that opportunity to learn by themselves because that is going to be more beneficial for them 